The Clayman. The Clayman. Finster Clayman. <laughs> At your service. Finster Clayman off. Clayman and Clayman offices. <laughs> uh, the offices of Clayman and Finster. <laughs> it's just him. <laughs> it's just him. <laughs> Good morning, and welcome back to the Laser Comb Podcast, the show where we comb through random episodes of classic TV shows with a fine tooth laser. I'm one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. And I am NeoCal. And this week, we are going to be talking about the 11th episode overall of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Go, go, Power Rangers! Uh, as a poll, via a poll on Twitter, uh, I put it out into the world. I, uh, four choices, and uh, this actually won by quite a, a wide margin. And... Mm-hmm. As we do every week, we uh, put the show through the random number generator and came up with episode 11. So here we are. Uh, A little bit of backstory. uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers originally premiered on August 28th, 1993 on Fox Kids. And let me tell you, I was eight years old in 1993. I watched this shit like the the first episode the fucking day it aired because i was seeing commercials for it on fox kids over the course of like two months or so and i was just so 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 jazzed by what i saw that i tuned in like i think it was a saturday morning it was like 7 30 or something like that i tuned in set my alarm and shit and i man i fucking loved power rangers (laughs) I fell yeah. fell in love with it uh, straight away. Um, it was. So, I've I've told you the stories of how I was a kid who liked jumping on trampolines and running around with my dog and riding bikes. Yeah, there. But I mean, I, there's there, there's room there's room for both. Yeah, and I I'd catch like this, and people liked it, and we'd like. The other kids in school and I would like role play it, right? And all the guys want to be the Red Ranger. Yeah. Nobody wants well, to be and, Billy. And, and indeed, there was a, there ended up being a, quite a bit of a controversy surrounding the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, uh, which I remember uh, in the mid 90s because parents started getting mad. Parents and teachers were getting mad because uh, kids were like trying to emulate the the moves they saw in the show and we're just like very shittily like karate chopping the shit out of one another <laughs> it's funny that they blamed mighty morphin power rangers but like if kids think that's cool like isn't it a good thing if you put them in martial arts uh, i mean because yeah. that teaches them discipline and like hey like you're not supposed to hit people yeah, like, discipline, exercise, like exercise. Uh, I was in martial arts, uh, not as a child, as an adult. Um, highly recommended. Same, oddly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so this episode in particular, uh, as already mentioned, was the eleventh episode overall. Uh, when did it originally air? Presumably in nineteen ninety-three. Uh, September seventeenth. 
No fucking way. This episode originally aired on September 17th, 1993. What is the what is the date today, good sir? At the time of recording. Yeah. What Uh, (laughs) listeners at the time of recording, we're recording this on September 17th, uh, 2021. So like, wow, this episode by out of sheer happenstance, by way of the random number generator, uh, we we are talking about this episode, uh, 18 years to the day after it originally aired. Amazing. That's I I love shit like that when like just like (laughs) weird coincidences like that happen. I, you were like, what is se- September 17th? And I was like, trying to think. And I was like, oh, which president was shot on that day or something like that? And you're like, look at the day. Wild. Yeah. Uh, so the, uh, the, the episode opens with. Uh, What's this uh, one the, called? Oh, right. You're right. It is called Clowning Around. My bad. Clowning Around. That. Clowning Around. They're not uh, kidding. <laughs> Uh, I, as I mentioned, I, I love Power Rangers. I, I love Power Rangers to this day. It's been on Netflix for eons now. So every now and then, like, especially when I'm drunk, I'll get like nostalgic or when I'm sick. Like, I, I remember having a sick day about five years ago where I just like watched uh, Power. I had the flu or something and I just watched Power Rangers on Netflix for like eight hours. Amazing. Um, But uh, this is an episode I don't ever go back to and indeed uh, i don't remember this episode at all and uh after watching it um i can see why i i know why i did this is not one that i go back to so the yeah (laughs) yeah so the rangers are uh at a uh at a fair slash carnival yeah they're at a a fair um and zach is like walking around on stilts being be, a, a cool guy on stilts being a cool guy on stilts because uh, that yeah you know, that's what you do um anyone listening i haven't watched this in like actual decades i forgot how they wrote each character yeah and how they write billy saying like the most convoluted like complicated Every phrase he says is like the nerdy way of saying things. He's the nerd character, even though he's ripped and he knows martial arts. Right? Yeah, it's like it's like he out Data's Commander Data. Yes, basically. and I had forgotten that. Like, holy <laughs> shit! I had forgotten that too. Um, and like everything, every single thing that comes out of his mouth. And like Zach is like the the stereotypical like fun loving cool guy. Kimberly makes like a joke about shopping. So what was it? She was there like, oh wow, Zach, your like balance is so good. And he said, yeah, this is no problem. I'm figuring it out. And um, Kimberly's like, oh, the only thing I can balance is shopping bags on my arm. One on each arm. One on each <laughs> arm. And I'm like, oh, is <laughs> that? How long has it been? <laughs> I was shocked <laughs> at the writing. And I was like, I guess that's Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Uh, I guess it is. Also, uh, uh, I said 18 years to the day earlier. It's actually 28 years. Yeah. 
That's right. It's not two thousand and eleven. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't two thousand and three. It was nineteen ninety three. All man, that was twenty eight years ago. So, cue the cue we... the meme of um, Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> the the gif of of like uh, what's his name aging Matt Damon uh, Matt, Matt Damon Matt Damon <laughs> Matt Damon. <laughs> um fuck 28 years ago jesus christ wow all <laughs> this podcast suddenly got uh kind of depressing <laughs> but let's get out of that depressing phase because what do we got here we quickly realize that there are some pedal clowns at this <laughs> carnival <laughs> yeah we we get a very like shitty like visual cue that shows us that the um that the the clowns walking around at the fairgrounds are putties in disguise and it's literally just like a putty head with like lighting effect like super the superimpose and then 50 percent um op opacity there yeah there there you go <laughs> just in case it wasn't obvious yeah that's uh whew. um i like and... how they can't talk in their putty form but they absolutely can when they're disguised as people well, that confused the hell out of me earlier. I'm like, wait, what's going on? They're like talking to each other. Oh, I, I thought they were the bosses when they're disguised as people can talk. The other clowns that are just putties, they don't talk. Oh, okay, got it. <laughs> uh, so so Bulk and Skull show up, and uh, there are a couple of uh, young women like playing a game. With their backs turned to them and they're and they're holding up cotton candy like sticks of cotton candy behind them and they're standing in like the most awkward pose <laughs> kind of like how you would never play a game yeah it's this where show, is it man. where is it watching at? it it's... as an adult i'm like man everything <laughs> about this show is so <laughs> bad that it's good at around like uh, two thirty-seven, uh, uh, listeners, we're watching this on Netflix. So at around two thirty-seven, look at these two like blonde ladies, like the w fucking awkward as shit way they're standing. Well, they needed to stand like that so that the bullies could steal their cotton candy. I uh, yeah. So that Bebop and Rocksteady could steal the cotton candy. Bebop and Rocksteady, yeah, basically. I like how Bulk and Skull like steal them and like each take like a bite and then like th discard and then, them. Like pull it apart and laugh around and they're they, it must have been so fun playing those characters. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and apparently only in each episode like a minute or two, unless the episode's themed around them. Apparently the guy who plays Bulk is like the nicest dude too. I can see that. Yeah, he's like he's been active. From what I know, he's been at continued to stay active in the Power Rangers, like uh, fan community and like he was on the show like like he kept coming back to like later iterations of the show like all the way into the 2000s oh wow yeah rad <laughs> um so we get introduced to uh this fucking clown the clown that we saw earlier talking to the putty we find out his name is pineapple pineapple the clown it's a good clown name and uh, Trini, the Yellow Ranger, uh, uh, has brought her little cousin to the uh, her little cousin who's a child uh, to to the fair. And this clown like immediately takes a like disturbing interest in this little girl. 
Like I said, and we're at a carnival, pedo clowns. <laughs> Straight up, like and none of the teenagers, teenagers, none of the teenagers seem to think anything is wrong with this clown, like licking his lips and eyeballing this like eight year old girl. Yes, listeners, uh, I, I looked up the ages of the the cast members earlier, particularly Kimberly, because reasons. And yeah, they're all in their twenties. Yeah. So, teenage quote unquote teenagers with attitude. With attitude. Uh, yeah, so uh, Pedo Clown, I guess that's his new name. His name. <laughs> uh, Pedo Clown, like, um, uh, does a bunch his of... plan to another putty? He, like, does a bunch of tricks to, that, like, oh, really... right. That, like, really charm Trini's little cousin, and the, the Power Rangers, uh, like, all fuck off, and we go to... Uh, uh, Rita's moon base and like Finster's like working like she has like a back and forth between Finster who is the the guy who makes like all of her like monsters for her he's the clay yeah maker so, uh, yeah he's working on his creations as he do yeah so uh we it's revealed uh through dialogue here that the this whole entire carnival is a ruse by Rita to try and lure the power rangers Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, that seems like a very elaborate plan, but yeah, when you could just you know do the same plan without making a carnival, I want to know what moves there. Like, did she fund this? Are all of the workers their putties? And if so, like, if you can do this, why not just do this and set up a business venture? Yeah, <laughs> it seems pretty successful, right? <laughs> <laughs> All um, of these schemes. I like how the the clowns, uh, because the bosses of each episode are always like they have some plan or they have a different personality in a different form, right? The clown's idea is to kidnap or steal Trent's cousin as bait to get to the Power Rangers. So they can split when them they, off one by one? When they know that the Power Rangers are here already, because, like, Rita knows who they actually are. Which also makes me wonder why she doesn't just, like, send putties to their houses at night when they're sleeping. Yeah, she does know exactly. They, she does, yeah. <laughs> it's It's I'm been noticing... established in, in other episodes that she knows exactly who the Rangers are. Yeah, uh, it's... If you're it, unfamiliar, go ahead. <laughs> uh, it's just the rest of Angel Grove that does Angel Grove being the town that they live in. It's just yeah. the rest of Angel Angel Grove that doesn't know. But um, and also like later on, I'll bring this up later as well. But like she does her thing in every episode where she's like, "Make my monster grow," and then she throws this spear down and it becomes a kaiju. And I'm like, "Why don't you just start with that?" Oh, because everybody needs to clear out. Why would she care about that? She wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's so, so. So anyone familiar with Christopher and I and his other podcasts, we review a lot of cartoons, like for for kids, um, and some of them stand up. A lot of them do. Uh, when you watch them as adults, um, yeah. As someone who doesn't have nost- hyper nostalgia for it. Oof. This is rough, man. The writing's <laughs> rough. <laughs> I gotta tell you. 
Uh, so, so pedo clown lures away, uh, uh, Trini's cousin in a whole, in a series of, uh, shots. That's just a series of interactions. That's just really creepy to watch. Like, yeah, I, I, I mean, maybe they put this in a kid's show to tell kids that like, Hey, if someone is acting this way to you, they're, they're not Stay good. Away. They're they're up to something. Yep. I, I I guess that makes sense, but and I guess props to the to pedo the actor who plays pedo clown because he's doing it pretty effectively. <laughs> props to the actor <laughs> who plays pedo clown. <laughs> something I never thought I'd ever hear myself say. So uh, so Trini um uh, tracks down her cousin and pedo clown, and pedo clown sprinkles this dust on her. And turns her into cardboard. Oh, because that's Such it was mentioned. It was mentioned uh, earlier. We we skipped over it. Yeah, but it was mentioned earlier that uh, uh, Rita and Pedo Clown's plan is to lure out the Power Rangers so he can turn them into cardboard with his pixie dust. The sparkles, his clown sparkles. This glitter. Uh, I wish he had ta talked like that. <laughs> it's glitter time. <laughs> um so some that's a really funny interaction because she realizes that the clown's a pedo clown and trini immediately like gets ready to fight him and her cousin stands in her way and goes stop he's my friend and pedo clown just hits her with the sparkles instead and turns trini's cousin into cardboard and i'm like yeah. what do you mean he's your friend you just met him and he's creepy yeah. So, lesson to you, kids: just because someone's nice, they're not your friend. Yep. Yep. That's they'll turn not ass e into cardboard. <laughs> not even Best just kids. Scenario. That that is sound life advice to anyone listening to this. Just Good in point. general, <laughs> yeah. it works. It works that way in adult life too. Yep. Just because the waitress might seems like she's flirting with you, that might just be them being nice so calm down dude you and, know who i and, you know what i it's probably what what the case is <laughs> uh, i actually um uh, a pub near my house I, I like to on the weekends like often go there and just like have lunch and i'll sit there and like have have a few pints of beer and we'll just read for like three hours uh but i've been doing that a lot regularly over the past couple of months and uh there's this one waitress uh, who actually like remembers me and like to the point that like when I walk in, she'll be like, oh, can I get you a race rocks? What are you reading this week? Which and cool. yeah, that is cool. And I actually like I, I tip her quite well, like I tip her like 25 percent because like I appreciate the I appreciate the familiarity and like how nice she is and like that she remembers but uh do i think she's flirting with me no i had one friend absolutely convinced that they were going through a hot dude phase uh -oh. and all the examples he gave me of girls flirting with him were like waitresses and bartenders and stuff and uh. i was like no, dude, there's a difference. And he's like, oh, I can tell. I know what you're going to say. No, this is different. And I'm like, 
Okay, these are man. these are transactional uh, exchanges, my friend. <laughs> okay, dude. Let, let me know how often uh, that works out for you. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna ask, like, how did that turn out? Zero. <laughs> Zero. Yeah, that's about what I thought. Uh so some shit goes down. Uh uh Pedo Clown turns into uh what is it? Pineapples or something? Octopineapple? I don't know. Well they try to get Billy so they want to pull them away one by one, right? And yeah. they're like, Billy, don't go. And Billy's like, but I have to oh, say, oh yeah, yeah, that, cousin. yeah, that 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 was a such a weird thing. Like Pedo Clown but is like trying to get watch Bill- him. Just Billy though. Yeah, just Billy. And the and others like, are like, no, don't go. And I'm like, follow him. <laughs> He's right there. Just go with him. Yeah. Or there's a scene with a mirror, and Billy sees that Pineapple's gonna sparkle dust him and he sees in a reflection so he ducks and it hits a putty and the putty gets turned into cardboard but then he just goes and joins the others again and i'm like so much for luring each one by one away and then pineapple reveals like as he's like transforming or whatever um haha you fool um the little girl was just a ploy to get to all of you and i'm like but you, you could have just walked up to them and, and started fight, <laughs> fighting like you did anyway. Why all the theatrics? <laughs> right? And there's one part, uh, I forget that the townsfolk are immediately, like, they're very aware because they're attacked every week by this moon sorceress, right? Yeah. Um, I think it's Jason. He gets on like a, a megaphone or something and he's like, Rita's attacking, Rita's attacking. Everybody get out of here. And everybody flips out and runs. And I'm like, wow, that is the most efficient evacuation I've ever seen. That would uh, never happen in real life. Well, and just... you, could, you could yell, there's a terrorist. There's explosion. Somebody's got a gun. And only like half of the people would like slowly walk out. Yeah, but uh, as you said, they get attacked every week. But presumably... Many people die in Rita's attacks? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> NeoCal, I would just like to point out uh, the freeze fr- a freeze frame on uh, 10 minutes and 50 seconds. Post-production note, I actually meant 9 minutes and 30 seconds. Uh, listeners, you, you don't need to, to do such a thing, but uh, it just it pertains to something i mentioned earlier something we were talking about <laughs> 10 minutes and 50 50 five zero. Oh, okay yeah yeah you're there yeah okay you've 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 won me over <laughs> uh for for anyone wondering like what the fuck we're talking about uh subscribe to patreon five dollars and up and you'll hear the the preamble outtake audio uh that will fill in the blanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so Kimberly, like, so, oh, so the the putties all reveal themselves, and uh, why do they fu- just keep fighting them as clowns? That's what I wonder. Are they stronger when they reveal their putty form? Uh, well, maybe it takes like a certain degree of their power to like maintain a facade oh, of. I. You know what? I'm I'm with you on that. I like that some of the putties have like giant metallic balls as hands yeah that they swing around around i forgot about that 
Uh, they get their butts kicked. Yeah, uh, big big battle ensues. Uh, Billy is lured away. Yeah, yeah. This that... is all just like this shit Funny is. You, it's just a uh, a big fight sequence in the yeah. uh, in the the carnival. Like it's it's not really something you can explain over the audio. actor that plays the actor that plays Zach. Wow, really acrobatic. He's rolling around. He's jumping up. It, look at him go. Yeah. He's got the moves. Yeah. Um, uh, this uh, the, the pineapples uh, like true form, I find fucking hilarious. It's especially the way he's like it? he's like <laughs> around and like the voice filter they have on him. Like, especially there, there's a scene coming up where he's just like walking toward the rangers, like with it with his limbs around. And he's just saying, like, oh, I'm coming to get you, Rangers. <laughs> and um, it's revealed that he's an octopus and a pineapple. Yep. He's, he's pine octopus. Pine. There we go. I couldn't remember the name. I was like, pineapple, uh, octopineapple, what? Pineapple. Um, that, that's that's thing. That's in the subtitles. He's called pine octopus. <laughs> I thought I was mishearing, but. That's what he is. He's a pineapple with octopus tentacles. Greeny takes her cardboard uh, cousin over to Alpha, uh, their like robot helper, basically, yeah. to uh, to figure out how to uncardboard her. And Alpha's plan is like so fucking stupid. It's like, oh, the old uh, Alpha's like, oh, the only uh, problem I see is like a complete lack of H two O. So it gets out like a bucket of water and like douses her with water and then she's suddenly fine. I'm like, so your solution was to throw water onto cardboard. Definitely won't water, kill them. Cardboard. <laughs> Think about Everyone what happens that... when cardboard gets wet. This is what I this is how I saw it. Do you remember those little like tiny dinosaurs? And you put them in warm water, and over the course of a few hours, they would turn into these big sponges. Yeah, that's what it's like. But but those things weren't made of cardboard. I know. <laughs> I was trying to give the episode something. It's holy moly! I forgot <laughs> the the writing, the directing, the it's uh, legendary. Oh. Also, the uh, the distinct uh, difference in picture and costume quality between the American shot footage and the uh, <laughs> Japanese footage that they repurposed to, from the super original Super Sentai uh, to make this. Uh, it's a, I never noticed when I was a little kid. Neither did I. It's really noticeable. Shockingly When you noticeable. watch it as an adult. <laughs> There's actually, um, it's a later episode. Uh, it's, it's an episode where I can't even remember which one it is, but I remember watching it a few years ago uh, during the eight hour uh, flu induced Power Rangers marathon I mentioned right. <laughs> earlier. There's an episode where uh, Tommy, the Green Ranger, is in um, uh, in at the command center talking to Zordon and it's cutting back and it's like he's there and it's Japanese footage and he's got this like really like high quality, well, high quality for the Super Sentai show, uh, like molded, like, um, like his, like gold, like chest piece thing that he wears. Oh, the, 
the outfits for the Japanese um, stunt men. Yeah, yeah, the the, the Power yeah. Ranger costume. Yeah, but uh, the Green Ranger's costume, and it's he's got like the Green Ranger has like his like gold like shield like chest yeah. piece thing that he wears, and like it it's pretty good quality. It's what you remember. But then it cuts away, and he starts to take his helmet off, and it cuts to Zordon, and then cuts back, and the person and the Green Ranger is there. And he pulls his helmet off, and it's Jason David Frank, Tommy. But instead of being like a hard, like, uh, uh, whatever material, uh, they, value uh, village. Instead of, it, yeah, instead of being like an actually like professionally like molded, like gold chest piece, it quite literally just looks like, like gold fabric that's been like gold, like foily fabric. It was and the like, spirit of Halloween and bought exactly, and like and like the point, the the bottom point of it, like at it, the the base of his rib cage, actually, like I shit you not, like curls up forward. Oh, so they didn't even make it. It, it literally seems like a it, spirit it, of Halloween. It, it looked like costume. Halloween costume shit. Uh, fuck! If I ever like come across that episode again, and I remember, I'm gonna screenshot, like, take, record it, and send it to you because it is so. It's so fun. The the it it's laughable. Amazing. Uh, so yeah, what happens here? Oh, the same thing that every episode. Um, they fight with him. Um, what happens here? Somebody's like, I think we should even the odds. And uh, but. Before that happens, um, the Pine Octopus is like, I'm undefeatable. I'm the Pine Octopus. And I'm like, dude, you've been alive for two days. Well, <laughs> well I, I I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Like, what's your, what's, where's this ego coming from? You were, you were clay like yesterday. <laughs> I, <laughs> anyways. So what, anyway. do they, what happens? Uh, like Gordon? Uh, uh, gold, gold dog, gold, Goldar. Yeah, gold Goldar dog. shows up out of nowhere and like swords fights with them briefly, and then nothing comes of that. I was reminded of how cool he was, and I was like, oh, the dog in gold armor. I loved that dude. And do you remember when he, like people get hit, like sparks and smoke come out? That's yeah. some anime shit, and I love it. That was one of the things I was like, holy shit. He's smoking them with that sword. And then the the others from the moon are there too. And Pine Octopus is like, ooh, I could take these guys on my own. Be gone. And he gestures and the others like disappear and teleport back to the moon. And I'm like, you guys were winning. Yeah. And then he sends the others back. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, he sends them back because Rita is about to throw her spear down to oh. to make her monster grow. Fair. Which again, I'm like, why not just start with that move? Because <laughs> then there wouldn't be an episode. Because <laughs> they got to do the it's morphin time, like queue up, and then they have to. It's it's the, the way battle the was so short. I was shocked that I didn't remember that. Like it's like. Paint by numbers. It's like boom, boom, boom. They fight the putties. They win. Monster grows. Form one, form two. Like I, I forgot. Like there, a lot of the show isn't actually 
of them as the Power Rangers. Yeah, it's um uh especially these early episodes of Power Rangers uh are extremely formulaic. It's like we we get that them as teenagers in Angel Grove. We get we get find out what Rita's plan is. She sends a monster out. They fight as themselves for a while, then they morph. They fight for a while longer. The monster is too much for them. Uh it seems and then Rita like makes it makes her monster grow, it gets big, they summon the Zords, they fight for a while in the Zords, and then when the monster is too much for them, they're like, we need Megazord power, and they go into Megazord mode, and then they kick its ass. This episode, they never they never get their ass kicked except by Gold Dog. Yeah. Like when they transform, sorry, when they uh, get in their Zords, what happens? They're like, I want to do something to him like he did to my cousin. And so Zach, like, uses his frost mammoth um, trunk to, like, freeze Pine Octopus. What? what one bit, uh, I, one bit that uh, I thought was hilarious early earlier when I was watching this was um, when they're in the Zords, uh, Trini's in the Sabertooth Tiger. She's like, oh, I'm going in. Jason, the Red Ranger, who's in the uh, T-Rex. Uh, she's like, Jason, cover me. And he's like, you got it. And then like Pine Octopus like shoots both of them. And I'm like, good job, Jason. Way to be the fucking leader of the team. I Cover me, Jason. So... I'm go it cover me, Jason. I'm going in. And I love I love and the like... show. I respect what it is and everything, but moly moly is the directing bad. <laughs> wow. But like we said, it's like paint by numbers. Yeah, they like they, they fight for a while and they then transform uh... into their first combo. I don't know if that has a name. Their weird tank where they're not quite the the full form yet uh i think that's just uh battle zord mode is what it's called oh, battle yeah you're right or is that the full one no that's the megazord when they go into like rope when it goes into full like robot form oh right right silly baby. um so as bad as this episode was <laughs> it will never not be fucking hype to me when the zords are like merging together and we get that kick-ass theme song doesn't yeah. matter what episode well, it they is knew what they were doing yeah <laughs> Like, doesn't matter what else has gone in the episode, gone on in the episode. Like, as soon as the Zords start, like, as soon as you start hearing that, and the Zords like start like merging together, I'm like, man, this is I'm I'm fucking here for Even this. Even though shit. it's the same shot for every single episode, every single reused, time, it it's just matter. reused footage. It doesn't matter. It is hype every single time, and I love it. <laughs> it's it's pretty. Pretty amazing. And hell, like how popular it was. And out of 10. Too much energon. Yeah, so they kick it. <laughs> well, that's the show. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, they kick its butt. Uh, what happens? The, the people, uh, Rita and her goons, they like three stooges are slapping each other around, blaming each other. Yeah. Yeah, and then we get a tale at the end of the episode where, oh, Zach is on the <laughs> the paint yeah. cans or whatever. Where, uh, well, everything's just okay. 
<laughs> and then everything laughs. You know what? Um, I watched this with my partner. She kind of likes that. She likes it when, and everyone's okay, and the girl, little girl's not traumatized. And indeed, there's some closure there. She's like, oh, I should have took better care of you, cousin. And the little girl's like, oh, don't worry, um, Trini, you're a great babysitter. No, no, she wasn't. No, <laughs> she not got really. kidnapped by pedal clowns and <laughs> turned into cardboard. But yeah, everything's okay. And, you know, sometimes, like, life is so stressful, you just want every episode to be <laughs> okay. I mean, like, it's a, I, I've talked about this before on, uh, I think I talked about it on last week's episode of this podcast, actually. Like, it's, it's standard sitcom writing. Yeah. To, to wrap things up and yeah or no i i think i talked i talked about the structure of sit of tv writing last week on last week's right. episode on the episode the previous episode i believe i talked about the tale because dark oracle ends with one right right yeah Re resolve the conflict in it and have the audience feeling like there's yeah. nothing uh, like everything's okay. They're, everything's like okay. There, yeah. There's a reason why TV has been doing this for decades. Is because like audiences like it. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. I mean, what do you want? It's episodic, right? If you don't see this one, you know, you'll see another one. Or in your Christopher or Christopher's case, he absolutely doesn't remember <laughs> uh, Pine Octopus. <laughs> no, I don't remember this episode at all, and. Uh, I you probably never will. <laughs> I can't see this. This is not an episode I am going to go back to probably well, ever. Well, on on that case, uh, since we zoomed through the actual episode, like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers is pretty important to you, at least as far as your like childhood memories go, correct? Totally. So yeah. in broader strokes, not just clowning around, right? Like. Like how how many years do you think you watched it when you were young? Uh there there's a story there and you know <laughs> what fuck it I'll I'll get into it. Um I think I might have mentioned alluded to it at some point on like maybe like a Patreon like outtake or something like that. Right. But um when I got to a certain point in my childhood, uh, my mom had uh found religion. My, my mom had right. found religion. You were born into it. Your mom yeah. found it, yes. Well, I was born Catholic, uh, non-practicing Catholic, but then my mom converted to like being Protestant um, when I was uh, seven years old, I think, maybe. Um, but what happened was eventually, like at around 1994 or so, my mom was under the impression because this is what she was hearing from people at church basically if things were not of god they were against them you're with us or you're against us so okay. a whole bunch of shows that i really liked i wasn't allowed to watch anymore power rangers was one of them i didn't know that uh, I, I remember you saying that sometimes you'd see Beast Wars or other shows at your grandpa's uh, or your grandma's? So uh, Power Rangers was one of them. Uh, Gargoyles was another. X-Men. Anything with like 
anything with like mysticism or like powers or whatnot. Ah, uh, what, what about what, Beast was, Wars? Was off limits. Uh, didn't really matter by that point. At oh, that because point, that was a few years later. That, yeah, that 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 was a couple of years later. By that point, it was a combination between like my mom kind of relaxing on it and uh me you also being older me being older and kind of just watching whatever i wanted anyway right yeah that was 96 yeah right right so what uh what, right reboot was 94 do you remember yeah. if she had a problem with that no she didn't have a problem with reboot okay because it was all just make-believe yeah thank god she didn't see like hexadecimal <laughs> <laughs> and not uh, because of what she looks like there's that but be her powers so after about the first season of mighty Morphin power rangers i suddenly wasn't allowed to watch it anymore and then at around uh 97 or so i decided like fuck it i'm just gonna go back and like i'm just gonna start watching it again and by that Hell point yeah. by that point uh power rangers was into uh power rangers turbo right that power rangers in space but like fox was still showing fox kids was still showing reruns of mighty morphin all the time yeah they yeah, called it power time. rangers power playback oh <laughs> it, it, it was an actual like programming block where they would uh uh they they would air two ep classic episodes of mighty morphin power rangers uh um so yeah that's my uh that's my story about my uh my my connection to power rangers as a kid it was forbidden fruit it was for quite a while <laughs> did you ever like watch it at a friend's house or oh yeah oh okay yeah. <laughs> yeah oh yeah 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 that like like i said gargoyles x-men like all these shows i wasn't allowed to watch if i if i was at the a rad shows house. yeah <laughs> if i was at a friend's house like i would just watch them there okay yeah <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I had friends um, that their parents were super strict. Like, they weren't allowed to play video games with blood in them. Mm. No so they weren't combat. allowed to come over and play WWF, ver uh, sorry, um, WCW versus NWO. Oh, shit. And I was like, but you can turn blood off. And they were like, huh? And then like a year or so like later, they were playing Goldeneye at their house. And then as the, you know, like six months, another year like goes by, I found out that their, his, their parents just don't fucking like us. I don't want my children hanging out with the poor kids and would find reasons no. to like send us home because we're being disruptive and stuff. Mm. And it was just only in hindsight when I could analyze it as I was an older teen, did I realize he didn't want his kids like, associated like he'd make stuff up like oh you go over there and you bring back dog hair and like your mom's allergic to to dogs mm -hmm. and then i'd find out like later that like from one of them they're like no my parents aren't allergic to animals and i'm like mm, mm -hmm. can't hang out with the poor kids eh fuck you and uh just th that was like the kind of thing that like they weren't allowed to like play play fight from things on tv they weren't allowed to watch like monday night uh thursday night S smackdown was on thursday monday night raw like all all that stuff yeah so 
guess what always happened Thursday? One of the twins of who I'm whom I'm talking about would always come over for dinner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was to just watch, to watch SmackDown. <laughs> it was just to watch SmackDown. Uh, oh, I, I feel you on that. <laughs> that that that's pretty rad. Um Yeah, I think that about does it for uh for this episode of the Laser Comb Podcast. Yeah. It was interesting getting into it. Uh, we best way to support the show, and indeed, uh, if you want to pick uh, a show that for us to review a random episode of on a future installment of this podcast, uh, go to Patreon.com/LaserComb. L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. We have tiers ranging all the way from $5 all the way to 25 At the $25 tier, you get a t-shirt, you get a bunch of exclusive shows, and you can pick a show for us to review on this podcast. So, go check that, that out. That is right. Patreon.com slash Lasercomb. Go to Facebook.com slash Lasercomb uh, to get updates for all the various shows that we do, and uh, yada yada. Go to uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, I am at Lasercomb, spelled the same way, and Cal. I'm are. at NeoCal, N-E-O underscore K-A-L. Uh, we will be back next week. I believe the show that you chose for the next episode is Undergrads. If it is! <laughs> All right, so we're going to go to numbergenerator.org to figure out... <laughs> which episode we're going to be reviewing it's only 13 like epi- 10 episodes 13 yeah 13 yeah all right here we go one random numbers between 1 and 13 and go episode 4 which is new, new friends. friends all right that's a decent that's that's a decent one all right it ain't the risk episode I, I don't remember it by based even based on the uh, synopsis on Wikipedia, but I know I'll remember it as soon as I start watching it because I've seen every episode of the show like 50 times. Me, me too. Yeah. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Uh, and I think that about does it. I've been one of your hosts, Chris Siege. I'm Neo Cal. And thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. It's morphin' time. Take a trip to another dimension.